0: Join two friends as they journey through a combined love of the wonderment of witchcraft. Walk the witch path with your hosts Jenna and Shandi as they delve into occult feminism, astrology, spells, and much more magic as they explore what's brewing in Canadian Conjuring.
1: Welcome to Witch's Brew. hello Uh, hello how are you doing
0: i am so good
1: nice how are you i'm great i'm having the best fucking day
0: that's awesome
1: it is awesome i have like the day off and i'm just like harvesting herbs flowers drinking coffee all day Mm -hmm. hanging moths later you know sounds super dope so good
0: it's a good day to have a good day
1: yeah and it's july now
0: yeah we (laughs) sleep in the cancer season there
1: yep this episode we're talking about the zodiac sign of cancer the fourth sign in the zodiac wheel
0: do your crab walk
1: yeah man So, Cancer, I find, like, Cancer really embodies the animal representation of it. Some of the signs, you're like, yeah, I guess. But this one, I'm like, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's,
0: it's, I mean, you don't get called crabby for no reason.
1: That's true. You know what I'm saying? Right, some crabby. Um... So we were just chatting a second ago and you said you don't really have that much reference for Cancer. You don't have any close ones in your life? Well,
0: I did. I had some I had some Cancer dudes in in my life. However, I don't feel that I should use their representation of the sign as a broad stroke. Fair that. enough there. Yeah. yeah. Cuz it wasn't a great time for me and mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to put that on the on the sign. I mean, I'm a pretty Normally, I'd be like, ah, fuck, I hate Geminis. They're all, (laughs)
1: fuck,
0: Virgo men are arseholes, but, like.
1: Oh, they are, though, dude.
0: Yeah, they totally fucking are. But um, I do have some cancers in my life. Um, Emotional, very emotional. And then, in the same time, won't do a fucking thing about it.
1: And obviously, like your sun sign is only part of the equation. So, like mm-hmm. you know, you can shit on a Cancer sun, but like a lot of what their chart is is the whole piece, you know, the whole wheel, not just the the sun sign. So, it depends. Yeah, girl. So, so yeah, I I, I seem to have yeah I got a lot of cancers okay. hanging out, and um, let me see. So.
0: I feel like cancers to you are what Geminis are to me. (laughs) I'm just like a magnet flooded with Geminis. Yeah. And I feel like you're flooded with cancers.
1: I'm less flooded with cancers. You know, like, I don't know that many, I don't know that many, especially women, but I do have a lot of close people to me with cancer rising and I love Mm -hmm. it. Yeah,
0: I've I've got one my mom,
1: my daughter, like some really good friends through life at different stages, too. I'm just like, oh, cancer rising makes sense. And maybe that's because I have Venus in cancer. So mm-hmm. Venus in your chart generally is kind of how you show love, how you kind of like would be if you identify as like femme or like a woman, like how you would identify as that. So mine's in the sign of cancer. So I'm sure a lot of my skills and skill set and how I project would seem very friendly to cancer folks.
0: <laughs> I see that very warm and inviting.
1: Yeah. And like some home, you know, like home stuff, outdoor stuff, you know, just like, let me, can I cook you something? Do you want to eat? Can I show you how much I love you through food? That hey. is. Me.
0: Hey, did you eat yet? Eat yet? Eat yet? Have any dinner? Did you eat yet? I got something yeah, on the phone like, here
1: for you. Your dad? Here's some food. You need some soup? Let me give you some. <laughs> oh, I made
0: this yesterday. You're just going to love it.
1: That's me. That's 100% me. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and also my partner is a cancer and like a cancer son and he's very much a cancer for sure. So, yeah.
0: Do no. Does he have cancer anywhere else in his chart?
1: No. Well, let me look. Actually, his chart is sitting in front of me, weirdly enough. <laughs> it's almost like you knew. Hmm.
0: Little side note here while you're peeking at yeah. that. I am looking at my IV here, and I haven't realized or hadn't realized how just lush it's becoming. Oh, and nice. It's so funny because I've been in and out of this place for a while. Oh, shit. In and out of this place for a while. And I I, I don't know. I haven't neglected the ivy. Because I have been watering. And I'm here every day. But um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's never really... Well, they say ivy protects your home from negative energy, right? Hmm. So, uh, and that if you see some burnt or whatever dead spots. You should print them right away to make room for more. So, you, it's just kind of catching the negativity. And I've never had an issue with that
1: mm-hmm.
0: but all of a sudden I can see so many even though it is so full and so lush I could see tips mm-hmm. that are just curling and becoming brown And I'm mm-hmm. wondering if there's something else here with me
1: yeah or if I'm the probably. negative energy <laughs> <laughs> I doubt with that but probably is the answer <laughs> Aww uh that's funny about ivy i didn't know that and like i've had them recently i've brought in a few and then they were not liking what i was putting down so maybe it was me but or something and then i gave them to my cancer partner and he put them in his room and then they were like we love you and we love this so cool segue
0: yeah protection and fidelity
1: yeah they're all about that all right i'm gonna read my little bit on cancer and then we'll get into the the meat of it
0: do it do it girl
1: All right, so we've just passed solstice, and in doing so, the zodiac enters the sign of cancer. Ruled by the moon and embodied by the crab, cancer is often referenced as the strongest of the water signs. The moon waxes and wanes through them as well as the energy of the seas. The great unconscious, clairvoyance, regenerating fertility, and everything maternal are exalted in the sign. Cancerians generally appear gentle, tranquil, and content, but their inner thoughts can be difficult to fathom as they are charged with a great physical and psychological sensitivity. Domesticity, sensitivity, and tenacity are all important characteristics to a cancer. I find the crab to be a perfect symbol for this sign. When I am lucky enough in life to spend time by the ocean, I love watching various types of crabs move about in the shallows and tidal pools. But as I wade out into the water, if you come too close to a crab's space, you'll quickly be in retreat. Their tiny claws are very effective at getting their point across. Like the crab, when cancerians are threatened, they have a lot of tenacity and ferocity and will intensely defend and hold on to what they hold dear. They often have a deep and powerful need for a harmonious home and family and enjoy promoting and protecting their home and loved ones. They have a strong need for security and will do what it takes to establish that. Once a crab has grasped onto something, it is hard to get them to let go. So it is for Cancerians. Once a love has begun, it is never stopped. They will keep holding on with everything they have. They are capable of great emotion and affection, but if hurt or embarrassed, they will easily retreat into their shell or hide between two rocks on the ocean's bottom. Direct confrontation is something they will absolutely avoid. They find security in solitude and are quick to withdraw. Cancers are masters at passive resistance and will happily wait it out in their underwater hiding place long after you've had to go up for air. Cancers can benefit from learning to communicate their feelings and controlling their extreme shyness and moodiness. They must also cultivate the courage to say yes and no at appropriate moments. If you're lucky enough to be in the radius of their generous warmth and love, help them be confident and love themselves as well. Respect their capacity for feeling and emotion and remember a crab is not its true self without its shell. Let them walk ocean's edge between low and high tide and be prepared to dive deep and travel with them to the bottom. The ocean is a powerful, mysterious place and they are the best guide through its staggering beauty and complexities. So complex. So, addressing some of the points in that. One, they're moody. They're so fucking emotional. They're a water sense. Yes. Them, which infuriates me
0: it is beyond frustrating
1: i fucking hate it so much i'm like i just want to i don't know gemini scorpio i want to know it all feel it all and get in there and just just experience it and they're like mm, only a little bit oh no oh i'm upset i'm gonna go hide and you're like just please just fucking talk to me
0: it's hurtful have got the old uh, Gemini, Scorpio, Cancer Rising in mm-hmm. uh, in my life now. And it is.
1: Oh, yeah. Welcome to Cancer Rising. Fucking trying, dude.
0: Like, <laughs> and it's so, because you've got the.
1: Um, We're referencing Gemini- Shawnee's Gemini lover right now. Okay, we found easy, out that uh, easy, they have Cancer easy, Rising.
0: Easy, easy, easy. easy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> you i fart. love uh, okay okay fine. fine fine let's uh let's do that so we get the secretiveness of the scorpio moon which i totally relate to because i also have a scorpio moon um and uh, you know what fuck you because you said that the flightiness of the gemini's <laughs> and, the <sun laughs> and the fucking pure flakiness and then you've got the emotional intensity and just destructiveness of the cancer rising it's just like come out
1: <laughs> sounds like a complex pizza pocket
0: it is a very meaty pizza pocket
1: <laughs>
0: but uh, it's fun <laughs> so segue into from pizza pocket to um cancer is a crab so like most of the signs i'm pretty sure all of them cancer has a uh greek myth associated with it so that myth okay i'm just kind of running it off the top of my head here because yeah uh, i forgot about it until this very moment Mm. um but it was part so it's a part of this story of heracles or hercules heracles is the greek um name for um heracles i guess and then hercules is the roman name for it which is the one everybody knows but heracles um hera her okay Let me back it up here for a second. I'm just going to call him Hercules because this is going to get real confusing. uh, Hercules was born from Zeus. As we all know, uh, don't trust Zeus. He's a fucking whore. And he cheated on his wife Hera, obviously, to have Hercules with a mortal. Um, Because he was a demigod, he had all this crazy strength. So Hera found out about Hercules and was pissed. Like, real fucking pissed. Like, made him go crazy to kill his parents. Like, pissed. That's the thing that happened. So, after he killed his parents, after Hera essentially made him kill his parents. I thought
1: he killed his wife. No, it was his parents?
0: No, it was his his parents.
1: Okay.
0: And uh, uh, his adopted parents, too. Mm Mm-hmm. So anyway, so once that happened, he was like, "I need forgiveness. I didn't mean to do this kind of deal." So then Hera provided twelve um, challenges. So you probably um, remember the challenges that Hercules had, like through the wonderful Disney movie called Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> of this, of these challenges, there were twelve of them. Of of them, there were two, or the second one was the many-headed Hydra, and. Hera, because she didn't want Hercules to win, um, actually threw a crab at Hercules while he was fighting the Hydra and it bit his foot. The crab wasn't really a match for Hercules, but (laughs) Hera watched uh, from Mount Olympus as it was happening and she was very... um, what's the word proud of the of the crab for maintaining huh. for standing its ground for staying like sticking true while in the waves like it still fought and it still tried to hold back hercules um so when it died when hercules killed it hera was so proud of it but she put it up in the sky as a constellation
1: that's a great story And I'll, well it's not a great story but like i like that part and also it's like a neat metaphor too because if cancer is the sign of like you know domesticity and like maternal love and family and like the ocean and stuff Literally, she's throwing all of that that she's lost at this fight and trying to get it to like, you know, it's a neat metaphor. I like it. Yeah. Um, if, depending <laughs> on where you're reading it from, the
0: um, crab itself was a mother as well. Okay. Um, so, and that's kind of why it's associated with the feminine energy and why um, also I think it's pretty self-explanatory why it's uh, a water sign. Yes. Um, but yeah.
1: That's cool. Yeah. And cancer is ruled by the moon. So very emotional. A lot of like ebb and flow, very ocean vibes, obviously. It's, very feminine. Uh, Very, feminine. very feminine. Not to say like if you're a, you know, identify as a male and like, you know, you're a cancer, there's a lot that goes with that too because they can be very proud parents and like family and I think like patriotism is ruled by cancer as well. So like, you know, that's essentially like your home just on a larger geographic uh, mm-hmm. scale. So, Hence yeah. the
0: word patriotism, not nationalism.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh. um, so, yeah, they're moony, watery, lovely little creatures e- until you need to, like, do something they don't want to do. And then they just retreat and hide out and are fucking moody. And, like, when I say passive-resistant... Times a million. And I know. fucking hate it so much. This is like, Jenna talks about her marriage on a podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> can't help it. Like I've partnered with one literally like, it's like the number one cancer in my life. And it's interesting too, because my daughter has a Gemini son, like her mama. And then, a uh, um, cancer rising, also Venus in the first house, but cancer rising like her daddy. And, uh, it's interesting to see the interplay of the two. Let me tell you. And especially when I see a little more of the crab coming out. It's it's funny. And I'm like, aw, aw, aw. It's okay, baby. You can pinch yeah, the dog so you much. want. I'll
0: still be here. Yeah. You little shit.
1: <laughs> I love Just you kidding. so much. <laughs> uh, but and the other thing I like about the crab thing is like the crab claws. And like legit, like once a crab. Bites on or like pinches on it takes a lot to shake them off and like I find they're very like tenacious with that shit oh. not in the bad way, but they're just like you I'm gonna grab onto you and you're my thing and I'm not gonna fucking let it go now you've experienced the bad side of that I have too where it's just like get leave me alone like fuck off and then it's like no like they just keep going and you're like I don't understand that energy of just never giving up that type of thing
0: yeah it's it's heavy when you when you're on that other side because it is so i mean there's duality and everything but yeah with the cancer it is so fucking difficult i i don't know maybe i'm just it, it was my own experience but there once upon a time i did have a cancer in my life and it was amazing and wonderful at first and then would not like so possessive but it was cool cuz i didn't care but then all of a sudden it was like Dangerous. It was very dangerous.
1: And... Yeah, and if there's other factors at play, or they're mm-hmm. a shitty person, or they have mm-hmm. some issues, then that can be dark. Because yeah. I mean, yeah, the ocean's beautiful and like warm tides. You know what I mean and like lovely, but it's also like super fucking powerful and, and intense and moody. Deep, very deep. deep.
0: You don't know what your what can pop up at at any point.
1: Yeah, you can't control any aspect of that. Like no. there's this innate wildness that no one can understand yeah but I mean like at its best cancer's like great you're like do I need a warm hug like are you there to oh, support yeah. me like I do love that about the sign or specifically about oh, my partner just so like, the, like
0: the, so an amazing
1: caring, yeah and support
0: caring and nurturing and yeah loving it is I don't know for someone who, like, like me, I'm a Virgo, Scorpio, Scorpio. It's that's not, yes, I love stuff intensely and deeply, but not right away and not easily. <laughs> like, yeah, it is. You have to, like, I have to work to be able to allow that into my life, and uh, yeah, this comes so natural to to cancers and so like free flowing.
1: I feel that vibe, yeah, with my Venus and Cancer, nurturing would be a good way to describe that. It's like, I'm gonna nurture, like qualities in anything like plants like my home life you know food things like that I do vibe that and then I think it's probably like my softest position (laughs) because all I have so many hard intense fucking weird shit this one is just like yeah all right
0: (laughs) you know what yeah let's do this
1: okay (laughs) yeah so that part's pretty cool
0: I don't think I have any soft spots in
1: my fucking Uh chart I'm sure you do what do you? Where's your? You have like Moon and Leo. It's like no, happy.
0: I got Scorpio Moon, but I've got I, it. I got Venus Leo,
1: Venus Leo girl. That's you know awesome. I'm sexy.
0: Um, <laughs> that's I, yeah. Pretty much all I got is like I got one, two, three, four Scorpios. One Sag Uranus and Sag. Uh, Neptune's Capricorn. Uh, Jupiter is an Aquarius. Venus Leo, and I got Mars, Mercury, and Sun in Virgo.
1: Woo woo! Oh, Mars in Virgo. Yeah,
0: That's I'm very heavy on the Scorpio and the Virgo.
1: So yeah, if you got a Cancer in your life, or you want to like get closer, just cook them some food. Legit, like make them All something. I
0: All I do is cook food, and I love it.
1: Oh yeah, food is love for sure, hundred percent. But especially for Cancer folks or Cancer featured folks anyhow i will say
0: yeah oh i made a quiche last night the whole family loved it oh well, i'm saying that's, that's a win. it was me i loved it and then i got a yeah that's okay from a couple other ones but i am the greatest
1: <laughs> nice job yeah i'm just teasing but yeah uh what else do we want to say about cancer <laughs> oh.
0: I mean, we can continue this uh, simile, I guess, or metaphor uh, of crabs and cancers and green rock crabs just being a fucking invasive species. So there's all different types of cancers as there are all different types of crabs.
1: Oh, I like that. Oh, yeah. Those like deep, deep sea crabs, spider crabs, horseshoe crabs, man. Have you ever seen one? If you have never seen a horseshoe crab, stop what you're doing. Don't stop listening. Just use your phone and open up another tab and fucking look up what a horseshoe crab looks like. It's not what you think. Not at all what you think. It's not a pleasant view. (laughs) I'm into it. One time I had a very vivid dream about like a pillar covered in all types of crabs. And one of them was a horseshoe crab or so many of them. Anyhow, also my first boyfriend when I was in like grade six was a cancer.
0: Oh, so that's like real, real first.
1: Yeah, like, I don't know. We, like, held hands. He kind of smelled like pee. And then, like, I got angry because he was playing basketball instead of hanging out with me all the time.
0: <laughs> that sounds about right, dude.
1: And that was that.
0: <laughs> and it's over. Yep. All right, I'm doing it. I'm going for it. I'm looking it up.
1: The crab? I'm the horseshoe crab.
0: I'm looking up crabs in the old uh, animal dream book here. Oh, Nice. I'm gonna have a hiccup first, and uh, I don't think it's... I'm in the wrong spot. Keep talking amongst yourselves.
1: I know the gemstone for a crab is a it's pearl. Makes sense, right? Get it because they come from the ocean. <laughs>
0: Fifty-four forty. You're an ocean pearl. Gross. <laughs> Girl, I can't find it. I know it's in here because I looked for it before and I've had some interesting crab dreams
1: myself. Yeah. At one point. But yeah. It's interesting with those Zodiac signs that have like, they're like the Scorpio with the scorpion tail where it's like, I will sting you. Same as crabs. Like if they're just like, Nope, yeah. I'm a tender soul and I have these claws so that I can grip the fuck out of you and never let you go. Yeah. for good or bad, or I can also pinch you and like say, yo, this is my space. Get the fuck out of my space. Sad. Don't touch my family. Don't touch my home. Get away from everything I love. Yeah. hmm Bitch, please. I got shit to do. I don't need to be worried about my soft underbelly. Shit. You, can you do gotta it protect them, right? Here. At least they understand what their vulnerabilities are. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Crab people. No. Crab people. No
0: motherfucking crab, yo.
1: Yeah? Uh, so I've been really into these moths lately. I've mentioned moths on the podcast before, and yeah, I've been seeing some, like, wacky moths at night. Turn on the light, see what comes to the moth sheet. So I'm into it.
0: What's uh, been uh, prevalent with you in the old land of moths? Moths, Yeah,
1: it's wacky. I keep getting all these Sphinx moths. It's so crazy, like different types, all of them. It's wacky, and they're big, and they're beautiful. Oh, my God, they're fucking beautiful. Look it up. Sphinx moths. And then, you know, moths, I put them on my face if they want to hang out on my face, and I take pictures. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a weirdo. right? you
0: post-moth loan. No, that was
1: bad. Not your first post Malone joke I've seen in the last 24 hours.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Right, but you know, right? (laughs) (laughs) So there's this thing. (laughs) So, y'all be knowing that I'm on the East Coast of Canada here and I'm in Nova Scotia. And (laughs) uh, during the times of COVID, it's been announced now that we're having something called the Atlantic bubble. So that means Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, Prince Edward Island, and Newfoundland are all safe to travel in. So as long as this is where you live, you can travel within this bubble without having to do the two-week quarantine before or after. So I, this morning, while working, I was... Surprise on Instagram and I found I came across I had no idea. So I don't have Facebook, so I I had no idea like the these memes were became like a huge thing. But um about the Atlantic bubble. <laughs> it mm. is fucking funny. So if you're <laughs> if you're bored and you want to see what I'm talking about, check out at the Newfoundland turnip on Instagram. They've got mm. so fucking many. It is so fucking funny <laughs> to me anyway. So there's one that's like, okay, so Quebec and, and if you're not familiar with the Canadian geography um, so east from east to west it goes Nova Scotia New Brunswick and then Quebec Um, but further north like if you go northwest it's PEI like in the cradle of New Brunswick and Nova Scotia and then just up for up further north is where you'll find Newfoundland all on the Atlantic Ocean hence and
1: Labrador
0: yeah and Labrador so hence why it's called the Atlantic bubble but uh there's this one meme out there And it's, it's like Forrest Gump running and, um, or no, wait, oh, I'm mixing them up. I'm mixing them up. What was it? I don't know. It's like this guy was like Quebec. Bonjour. And then it says the Atlantic bubble. And it's a picture of this threatening look, or this guy with a smoke who looks like he's ready to fight. And it just goes, the Atlantic bubble. Are you threatening me? Because Quebec, <laughs> Quebec is filled with COVID, so. No, no uh,
1: Quebec yeah. is allowed.
0: Yeah. It's funny. It's dumb. I'm dumb. It's funny. I like dumb shit.
1: It is the advantage in Nova Scotia right now to be more removed. That, like, I mean, it's bad, like, when you think of, like, oh, I live in Nova Scotia and I really want to see this concert. Or, like, and it's like, no, no one ever goes out there. Like, people don't travel beyond Quebec because it's really far and it's not worth their money and shit like that. Unless you're, like, Anyways, but in this situation, it's nice because you have way less cases. It's way safer right now. It's good. It's fucking great.
0: And in all honesty, the concert thing and the, the money thing, it just makes you appreciate it that much more when you do get out. Like
1: um It's good. It's true. So And I'm then one you one got garlic those. fingers. Garlic fingers? Holy shit.
0: Twirly girls, baby. Twirly girls. They're
1: so good. Twirly girls.
0: What? <laughs> I have a friend whose child calls them twirly fingers. It's just mm. kind of evolved into twirly girls for me.
1: Do you know what garlic fingers are, everybody? If you don't, look up a recipe, make it. We talked about donairs before, so we're going on that donair sauce. Find a recipe you like, or bribe some sort of East Coaster. They'll never tell you the real recipe, so no, don't bother. No, and then it's you. like dough, cheese, okay. parsley. So you just wanna
0: make like a pizza dough and then you have uh the sauce is like garlic butter essentially and lots of it. Maybe a little bit of cream, depending on on how how lactosey you wanna get. And then you've got so much garlic, like so much garlic on that in that sauce, and then you've got just like mozzarella cheese on top and then cook that bad boy up instead of cutting them in pizza slices which i mean feel free to live your dream but it's so much better when you cut them up in little fingers
1: it makes it so different and so fun
0: it really does and then you make your own air sauce and then you call it a day
1: yeah look it up make it for yourself do it you won't be disappointed it's so easy yeah this is like our witchcraft and east coast cooking We can't <laughs> drink together, so we may as well talk about delicious East Coast foods we can eat.
0: It is supper time here and my guts are hungry.
1: I know. I'm gonna eat one I'm gonna bake bread again. Last episode I was baking bread. And then uh I have not really baked that much in between, so must be a thing. And then yeah, I'm gonna eat some food. I'm gonna make some pizza, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. So our next episode is gonna be a speak and spell episode and one of your broods gonna pick a letter, yeah? You got it, girl. Fuck yeah. And then we're gonna be back for the beginning of Leo season. Roasting Leos, because they fucking suck.
0: So fucking bad. like
1: Yeah, real bad. So get ready for...
0: I mean, I love everyone. I don't. I don't. Just, I, I, I
1: don't. <laughs> you don't either. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck up. I, I'm I, willing to make exceptions, but really, by and large, Leos... We've got some tips for you. You need to fucking, like, rain fuck it out. Oh, my God. Just quit making everybody do shit for you. What the fuck?
0: Lazy bastards.
1: So selfish. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. Yeah. All right. Give us some stars. Rate and review. Holler at your boys and your girls. Tell a friend. Quit being racist.
0: Also, before we say really goodbye... Because we're doing the maritime goodbye here where you say goodbye once and then you talk during the half hour. Yeah. We fucked up. And I'm going to acknowledge that right now. Okay. June was fucking Pride Month.
1: Oh yeah. That's right.
0: Give your LGBTQ friends a hug. Yes. Listen to them. Fight with them. Fight for them. Be a proper ally. Get educated. Really do the work, man. Like in every aspect of this podcast, we are going to ask you to do the fucking work. So, and, that, do yeah, the fucking and that's work really for your work to
1: right now. Do that work.
0: Yes. And the people that you love, because now is the time to really just fucking stand up. And you know what? Now is not the time. Always is the time. Always fucking stand up. Show up for your people. It's all love.
1: As a side note too, and something that we need to include today's July 1st, which here in Canada is Canada day. And I mean, there's a lot of attention and a lot of rethinking going on and everybody should be doing this and looking into it that, you know, like the BIPOC movement, it's like black and indigenous and people of color. Right. So here in Canada, there's a lot of indigenous issues, which are fucking terrible and just focusing on the colonialization and the oppression and the, systemic racism that exists towards indigenous people here is really terrible and needs work. Get onto it, be an ally, figure out how to support indigenous folks and their movements in this land.
0: Um, I think I've mentioned it before, but I'm going to mention it again. Finding Dawn on um, the national film board of Canada's website. It's a documentary on um. It obviously, well, her name is Dawn, but there's it's essentially on the entire missing and murdered Indigenous women from the I'd say from the 70s straight through the 90s, I think. There might be a little bit in the early 2000s. I think it was made in the early 2000s. Either way, definitely worth a watch. Definitely eye-opening. Like, ridiculously eye-opening. Um, protect yourselves. Protect your female um uh, indigenous people around you honestly it doesn't matter where you are in canada they're not vulnerable they're they're targets people are targeting them so be aware be kind be sympathetic no actually wrong be empathetic and listen because it's true and it's happening
1: yeah it absolutely is here um in the town where I live, there's a statue of Sir John A. McDonald, you know, dude mm. on the $10 bill and one of the so-called like founding fathers of Canada and uh, someone like spray painted his hands red on the statue, which is really great because like reading on the history of this, like he was the founder of the indigenous residential school program, which if you're not familiar with is like essentially taking native children for our indigenous children from their like homes and communities and putting them in a school where it's just like they're taught. And really it ended up being like abused and horrific abuse, but just really removed from their community and all their like community skills and language skills and family are just totally fucked up. And if you're someone that's a fan of doing the work and, you know, experience in life in general, one generation's trauma becomes like, Seven generations trauma right it takes huge efforts to break trauma cycles like that and inherited ones and it's so terrible
0: it on that yeah it's unfucking real i- i watched um a thing today on instagram uh on i g t v and it was i can't remember his name at emmanuel uh god damn it anyway. <laughs> Um, he has this uh, series called Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man where people send in emails and he answers or he kind of takes the, the main concerns of some of them and talks about them because it's not, again, it's not up to your Black friends to do the work for you but oh, yeah, for sure. it is very anyway, it's a it's a great thing to watch and he spoke about I guess one of the common themes through the emails was, um, why, um, why are black fathers not around? And he spoke about the statistics and apparently in America, 64% of, um, black fathers are, are not around. And as com- that's, that's comparative, to, compared to bleh, sorry, compared to 23% of non-black fathers being around anyway. I never really, it wasn't even a question that popped up in my brain, but, you know, once you start thinking about it, you start thinking about it. And it was wild to have that immediate connection. He does the work and he knows the history and he spoke about how um, only five generations ago, five fucking generations ago. So his grandparents, grandparents were not allowed to be married so they had what was called abroad marriages so when they were on the plantations uh, a wife could be on one uh, plantation and a husband could be on another one so the only time that they were allowed to be around was um Wednesdays and Sundays I, I'm, I'm not totally sure of the days yeah. Please look it up watch the uh maybe I'll link to it on the on the Instagram it's, it's but anyway and so within and like you just mentioned before it takes seven generations to get that trauma out and we're only in generation five of of sleep mm. like this wow. is this is perspective people like
1: hmm. that's stuff. really interesting yeah definitely linked to that oh. it's a lot but it's It is important stuff that needs to be talked about continuously, Mm -hmm. like keep doing it, keep talking about it, having those uncomfortable conversations, having those celebratory conversations when you meet somebody that is excited to help, just like you are.
0: And always be helping. And if you can't help, conserve and reload, recharge so you can help again. Yes.
1: All right. See you next time.
0: Thanks for listening.
1: Happy cancer season. Grabby, grabby, grabby.